1: Well met fellow adventurers, once again I'm in Saarngard Island, and once again I'm sure many many people are trying to kill me, but let's see the latest adventure to see who's trying to kill me next. This adventure is Night of the Four. a delicate wrapping up to your door, at the door of your chamber, just after midnight inexplicably fills you with a deep sense of dread start to adventure. The lonely, ominous tolling of a far-earth bell wakes you from your light slumber. The angle of the moonlight streaming in through the narrow window high in the east wall of your quarters tells you that it's some time after midnight. And the distant thundering of horses tells you the regiment of mounted soldiers are speeding off in the direction of the outer markers. You've only just settled back in in the hopeful attempt to return to sleep when a soft rapping at your door shatters the fleeting return of silence, immediately inexplicably filled with a deep sense of dread. Tally's Junior issues a harsh whisper from behind the heavy door. Tally's Junior it's me. Are you awake? You stand up and move swiftly and quietly over to the door. The voice is not one you recognise. You aren't certain it's due to the fact that whoever it is speaking is whispering. So I can use shadow magic, divination or fevery. Just ask who it is. I can just open the door or I could hide myself. I'll use shadow magic. 8xp to shadow magic. The sinister whispers of a thousand faint voices curse course through your head. The shadows around the door begin to weave and ripple. Suddenly, a low, clear voice echoes in your mind. Shadows will relate to what they've behold. Behold and hall outside. There are three. There are three. There are three. Repeats the voice. As it slowly fades into silence hmm. so I can ask who it is open the door or hide myself hmm. yeah, I'm gonna ask who it is standing clear of the door you call out asking whoever it is the hall outside to identify themselves I dare not speak in the open issues a harsh whisper in reply from behind the door quickly You must hear what I have to say. Hmm. Hmm. Not even a clue. I think if someone did know me, they'd give some sort of clue. I'm going to hide myself. Quickly attempt to conceal yourself in the small chamber. I can use Feathery, Shadow Magic, or Illusion. I'll use Illusion. It's failed. failed. The door promptly bursts open and three robed and hooded figures slide into the room, their heads pivoting rapidly from side to side as they appear to scour the shadows for a glimpse of you. Your first instinct is to bolt behind them and escape out the open door, but before you can contemplate it further, one of the figures turns and spots you, casting off its hood to reveal the broad flattened head and silvered, yellow eyes of a tazzle. Them to work. The Tazzle thrusts his left arm in your direction, and a wide bolt of crimson flame erupts from the tips of his clawed fingers. So I can dodge the flame, use elementalism, shadow magic, or fortification. I'll use elementalism. Succeeded for 16 XP. You call upon your power of elementalism and focus it on the bolt of flame. Only a split second before its arrival, your mastery of the elements succeeds in undoing its fabric, and the flaming bolt sizzles and vanishes. You defiantly draw yourself into a defensive stance as you prepare to engage your enemies. Good, good, Hisses is the wake scale tazzle, drawing a sword from beneath its wounds. And his blade at you, it seems we at last have its attention. The two other woad figures throw back their hoods, revealing they too of the vicious reptilian breed. The two figures draw, long slo- draw longswords and sliver forward to flank their fire-wielding kin, who demand to know what it is these creatures seek while remaining careful not to say anything that might compromise your assumed identity. All three, Tazal, hiss angrily in response. With the rising of the sun, you will leave this place, hisses the snake-flame-wielding snake-man. You understand? Nothing ought to inspiring here. We know who you are, human, and you are meddling in a fess that you cannot comprehend. Is most troublesome. Leave a dawn, or you will not live to see another. The flat tone of the stark command issued by, issued to you by the apparent leader of this huzzel, betrays a deep conviction, the sincerity of which you find yourself unable to doubt. Despite the danger inherent in such action, you boldly refuse the huzzel's sign, telling your loyalty to Tizen Court. Not to he or any of his wretched kin. The creature's bright yellow eyes immediately narrow to thin slits. Then your choice is made, hisses the this howl creature, and your fate is sealed. Without warning, the two t- tazzle sides lunge at you, their swords poised to cut you down, a Course of angry hisses echoes off the walls of the small chamber as you struggle to defend yourself against their swift and savage attack. It's two sword wielding Tarzle. The two Tarzors slash at you with their long swords and they keep slashing, and I keep bashing. Yes, and uh, nearly done and slain. 38 XP. You step back from the bloodied remains at your feet and fix your grim stare on the fire-wielding leader of the vicious reptilians. The tuzzle leader brandishes his drawn blade with remarkable skill as he slivers to his right, keeping his cold, haunting gaze frozen on you. Your ignorance will be your doing, human, hisses the vile creature as it surges across the floor towards you. Crimson flames erupt from the tips of the tarzor's clawed fingers and extend the length of the blade it clutches. The cool tarzor executes a dizzying away of masterful slat. Clashes with the flaming sword clutched tightly in his clawed hand. You've only a split second to react and spare yourself from his vicious attack. So I could use unarmed combat, shadow magic, Telekinesis, fortification, or just dodge. I'll use unarmed combat. Oh, not successful. Pain explodes from your flaming blade as as the flaming blade of your enemy coolly cuts into your flesh. Oh no, I um, punched the air or something. Oh dear. 31 stamina points lost. And now healed. Ah, you'll have to try better than that. Before you can attempt to launch a counterattack, a second swift and fierce attack by the Tarzal Swordmaster forces you to attain your defensive posture. Singmacht, Stakebang, executes a dizzying array of masterful slashes. The flaming sword clutched tightly in his clawed hand. You've only a split second to react and spare yourself from his vicious attack. Okay, I'm going to try on combat again. Succeeded 16x speed on armed combat. You lean back at a nearer possible angle, expertly sparing yourself the cool bite of the Tuzzle Swordmaster's flaming blade. Before you can attempt to launch a counterattack, a third swift and fierce attack by the Swordma- Tuzzle Swordmaster forces you to retain your defensive posture. The Wicked man. He executes a dizzying array of masterful slashes with his flaming sword clutched tightly in his hat clawed hand. You've only a split second to react and spare yourself the vicious attack. Time for shadow magic. A 16 XP. In answer to your silent, hasty summons, the shadows of your arms weave as they twist themselves into a dense, web of gloom in front of you, the Tazzle Swordmaster's vicious attack is easily repelled by the Sheed of Shield of Shadow. Now we're a fourth attack! Now to use telekinesis, channelling your power telekinesis, 16xp. You focus its energy on the flaming blade, now speeding coolly towards you. A strong, well-placed blast of telekinetic energy. Serves to send a Tarzle Swordmaster's stroke off course, causing the deadly stroke to miss you by mere inches. a fifth attack? How long is this going to go on? Okay, next up is uh, Fortification. For 16 XP to Fortification, a shimmering curtain of silver sparkles appears before you in answer to your summons. The swipe of the Tarzal Swordmaster's flaming blade glances harmlessly off your hastily erected magical barrier. At last, as the vicious Tarzal Swordmaster draws back in preparation for another attack, you seize the moment's reprieve and leap forward, launching a swift counter-attack. The Tarzal Swordmaster hisses angrily, as he fends off your initial attack with unnerving ease. May the halls of the Allfather for open its gates to a rat. He hisses as he slippers forward and attacks. It's the Tazzle Swordmaster. And finally I'm bringing the fight to him. The Tazal Swordmaster slashes at you with his blade. The enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 33 damage. He is good, but I am better, and he is slain. 71 XP. A loud hiss, mingled with a sickening gurgling sound, erupts from the glaping mouth of the dying tazzle as the hideous creature collapses into a widening pool of dark blood at your feet. You step back from the remains and take a moment to wipe the sweat from your brow and catch your breath before making a quick examination of the three reptilian corpses. The swords of the Tazo were really all appear to be of great quality through the leaders where blade seems to be an exceptional weapon. Two superior longswords and one exceptional longsword. I'm going to sell those later. Tucked into a pocket yep, there's nothing to distinguish these from any other long swords I've picked up. Tucked into a pocket inside the fire wielding Tarzan's robes, discover a winkled scroll tied at each end with a thick piece of string. You quickly examine the scroll and discover it contains more of the strange coded script you've encountered twice previously. In the leather-bound journey discovered in Migspool, and on the charred scrolls you found in the lower level of the keep, you carefully tuck the scroll in amongst your possessions. Whatever's going on here, what, ha- what is written in that book is the key to all, or perhaps most of it. The string-bound scroll. This is the scroll you discovered on the corpse of the Talzor Swordmaster you slew in your quarters in sandgard Keep. Its winkled surface is covered with the strange symbols that also fill the pages of the leather-bound journal you discovered in Mixpool A sound to your left spins your head in the direction of the hall. Your heart nearly skips your beat as your eyes fall upon a familiar, though thoroughly unwelcome sight centred in the wide, flame of the wide frame of the open door who could it be. Standing in a doorway, his face hidden behind a blue cloth mask that matches the color of the cape dashing down over his shoulders, a tall figure you've unhappily encountered twice before, most recently as he attempted to take the life of Thane poet. The masked man steps into the chamber and bows. His cold gaze fixed on you through the slits, the thin piece covering, covering his thin piece of cloth covering his face. Suddenly, his eyes widened as if he started to see you, causing you to believe your disguised appearance has confused him. Clever, he stares, stepping forward, tossing a small leather pouch onto the floor near your feet. Your new face will conceal you for the next small while, but you have enemies here that do not rely upon their eyes to see. Maintaining a guarded posture, in expectation at any moment he will suddenly attack, you ask him who, who he is, what does he want? am is of no concern to you," he says curtly. "I have thus far mistaken your must- your intentions. That much is certain. Do you forgive me if I do not under- overlook your questionable allegiances. Take the pouch and look in it. Contains the answer to all this. The masked man steps into the into the doorway and whisks a quick glance along the corridor outside. I once warned warned you not to cross the water, should you value your life, he says, reminding you of your first unpleasant meeting, the mysterious figure on the streets of Trithic. Though it is plain to both of us, you have unwisely discarded the advice. I I now tell you that that at all costs you must leave this place while you still can, while you still bear governance of your mind and soul. Repeat your question to the man, hoping to relick some clue as to his identity, but he ignores it, and casts his eyes down at the corpses of the terzal that stroll across the floor. A pity I was not here in time to hope you with them, he says, his words surprising you, for I acknowledge that the trench was afoot this night. My delay might have proved costly, though it appears I have vastly underestimated your abilities. No, however, they are only the emissaries. The very tip of a long and perilously sharp, poisoned blade. I will not warn you again. Leave this place. With that, the masked blue cape man slips out through the doorway and into the hall. You rush into the corridor, hoping to catch a glimpse of him as he departs. But as it was at the conclusion of your mass meeting with him in Twinned Keep, there was no sign of him anywhere along the empty passage. Hmm, but there doesn't seem to be the fire teleport. Because I think I'd have felt that or heard that. Hmm, it's a different sort of teleport. Maybe he's a different faction. I'm thinking it's Fane Mazabak, though. But he's definitely not... I don't think he's aligned with the... T- Wait, he's not aligned with the Tos. He's about to fight against them. And he doesn't, s- and Lucrine's working against him. Return to your quarters and pick up the leather, leather pouch your mysterious visitor casts onto the floor. Much to your surprise, the pouch contains a small, jug- jagged chunk of Ravenbone, the highly prized material you recently discovered on your scouting mission with Telebra. It's a jagged piece of Ravenbone. This is the jagged piece of raven bone discovering inside the leather pouch that was left for you in the quarters of Sangar Keep by the mysterious masked man in the, in the blue cape. No sooner have you slipped the small piece of raven bone into your pocket, two of the keep's numerous guards appear in your doorway to, in the doorway to your chamber. The two men stare down in obvious horror and disbelief at the corpses of the slain tazzle strewn about the floor. Within just a few minutes, Starho is standing inside your chamber with four guardsmen, including the two that appeared just after your mysterious visitor left. The commander of Sarngar Keep grimaces as he toes the bloody carcass of the Tarsal leader with his heavy foot. Go on then, he says, turning to the guardsmen. Get this mess out of here! Four additional guards arrive, and the corpses of the Tarsal are moved into a passage outside your cult your quarters. Thakir closes the door, leaving the two of you alone in the small room. You again explain the stall story to Thakir, leaving out the bit concerning the mead mysterious figure in the blue cape, the Ravenbone. And when he finished your account for the second time, he nods and sighs. I shall have a double guard placed at your door, he says, slowly shaking his he head. I can't begin to fathom what all this might mean, tallies Junior, but no good can carve it. The Thane will wish to hear of it, of course. Though I have a feeling the Thane already knows. That's me, not Thakir. Thakir has barely finished speaking when the door to a chamber wattles for a moment and then slowly creaks open. The two of you turn to see the slight, almost bent figure of Luquin as he slips into room. He bows to Thakir and then to you. Excuse the interruption, he says, stepping closer as he scours you with his sunken eyes. But I came to make certain you were white, his junior. I saw them pouring off the remains of these dreadful features. Even the walls of this mighty keep... Cannot even the walls of this mighty keep provide refuge from the savagery of this island? Thacker seems somewhat put off by his advisor's sudden appearance and asks him to leave. Saying this, he wishes to speak with you in private. Look who in nods and apologizes for the intrusion. But once again, states he is happy to see you alive and well. When he is gone, Ducky closes the door and speaks enough. Hush tone. I don't like this turn of events one bit, he says, his far-off plainly betraying his deep concern. Those creatures could easily sliver amongst us in human guise. We would be none the wiser to them until we met with their murder deeds. I already have, I confess that, I... The door of quarters suddenly rattles and creeps open as in again steps into the chamber. Do you think that this horrid tower may even now be amongst us? It's more than I can bear, he says, speaking before Thakir could admonish him for the interruption. I have, however, what could prove to be a simple and effective solution to the most, this most troubling episode. I do hope you'll pardon my intrusion again. Thakir again asks Lucan to explain what he's talking about. Then what he's talking about, and the advisor bows reverently before he continues to speak. Is it not Is it not so that the great main Solondar is to arrive on this isle shortly to lend his hand to our cause, he asks, his eyes darting from here to you in rapid succession. If I could have confirmed Solandor wouldn't revive on Sunguard, Guard, the immediately continues. Being the master crafter of illusion, as his, he says, would also stand to reason that he would be equally talented at dispelling them? After all, the ability for Tazel to assume human form is nothing more than a bit of devious magic at work. Surely we would be able to, he would be able to revise on a solution to this particular problem. Thakir like smiles and nods. The commander turns to you and shakes his head. Now I know why I put up with you slinking about, he says, grinning. Well done, Luqurid, old friend. I will leave this matter in your capable hands. Perhaps Solondor can help us shed some light on this. Indeed, says Luquin, bowing before before, as he comes out of, the, out of the bone, his head turns. Its leering glaze falls upon you. Perhaps a few other things as well. It's so that precise moment you become intensely aware of the wing of disguise adorning your finger as you suddenly realise the grave danger posed to you on your mission by well, the advisor's seemingly calculated suggestion. That finishes this adventure for 512 experience to general. Alright, Wes. Okay, I think the next thing I'm doing is is qualifying for the joust and then taking part in it. But that will be for another episode. So until then, farewell fellow adventurers.
0: This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes